That's a Shame is brought to you by the people who support us over at patreon.com slash shamecity. If you have a dollar, two dollars, a dollar to spare, join us again at patreon.com slash shamecity, please. Hello and welcome to another great big episode, and I use big metaphorically here, of Tass a Shame. That's the new name of the show that we use That's a shame, a shame. That's what we call it in our, when when we're having communication. That's a shame, a shame. That's what you always sing in the flat. Why? What's that a reference to? That's just what you sing all the time. Oh, do I? I've not noticed. I do a lot of stuff when I'm looking the other way. I'm Isaac. Joining me over there wearing a, a great big teddy bear shirt. Thank it's you. It's Declan D. It's a sort of teddy bear racist. Yeah, he does look. He does have the look of a racist he's got about the, him, that bear. He's got, a, he's got the pie, yeah. shoes and, and, and wristwatch. He looks like he might be part of the firm, if you're familiar with the firm. Yes, What I, that means is it's when there's a football business and the business is beating guys, beating yep. up fellas. And that bear could Profits. be one of them. Minimal. <laughs> Absolutely. Very, very low expenses. Very high turnover of, of punching and stuff. Such like that. How's your life? Good, is it? Uh, we won't talk about We're it. heading out of the we lockdown any minute. We're oh, go yeah. crazy. God, how many days? Have we, oh, well, we've got like a week or so left, haven't we? It's week good because it's just the day after my birthday. So I do get the lockdown birthday. Which but have is... you heard about the anti-lockdown? No, go on. There's, there, we're going to have an anti-lockdown. Oh, the Christmas week. The week of Christmas, yeah. Where the virus... It will. That we've arranged a sort of parlay, yeah, with the coronavirus. Our best guys have with been the novel with coronavirus. Theirs. Our people met their people, and, and the coronavirus. He, it did get cucked by our yeah. big negotiators. It got it got diplomacy right out the window. Yeah. So it will be uh, at bay for that week, so that we can enjoy Christ's what will you be doing? birthday, shopping, and that as well. Yeah, I'll be going out. I'll probably just be dicking down everywhere. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's festive. I, that's what I think. That's very festive. That's, that's what, Fucking the, it's elf. what the, it's what the season's about. Mm, it is. And, and we'll of course have a reason for the season yeah. for you, complete with festive smut. Uh, oh, up the wazoo. December. <laughs> over on December, that would be. What yeah. have we got today, though? Well, what we haven't got is the same episode as last week, oh, which yeah. you may remember. Didn't, didn't exist. Yeah, it didn't happen. It was the longest one we've it done It was in possibly a while. the longest episode we've ever recorded. It was like an hour 40 something. Yeah. Um, it was, I can't really tell if it was good or not. I think it was, there were bits there of it. There were bits good. of it that were very good, I think. Maybe there were bits, bits of it that were nonsense. Yeah, that's, that's The fact happens, it was that long without us realising is probably a poor sign. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of rambling. Yeah, probably. Going on. But, but anyway, yeah. uh, God intervened and he did a big hum all over it. He <laughs> sent down one of his humming angels to just hum. It right out of existence I mean you could hear it but you could also hear horrible noise so we didn't release it because we at Shame City have high audio standards we do you'll know that if you've ever listened to our early episodes where it just sounds like we're sort of it shouting into a beehive really good stuff but so this week I, what I thought was I'd, we'd go for something shorter that's good because something we don't more... attempt God again no exactly and I thought the poorer the content, mm-hmm. the less likely he is That's to bother really sending smart. down his angels. So it's like security through obscurity is how we keep this exactly. podcast out of anyone's ears. It's so it's so poor that mm. even even the the crummiest of angels wouldn't be sent really to mess with this. It's a classic 
Uh, it's a classic sort of feature. Yeah. It's not even really a feature. I've it's noticed ba- there are no cups. It's barely an episode, wow. if I'm honest. Oh, but it's, exciting. it's something to fill the time with a, a few fun things to talk about. Yeah. And um I've been I've been reading some headlines again. I've oh. got some I've got some news. Propaganda is to a democracy. What the bludgeon is to a totalitarian state. The news let me say these days, Go just on. to jump in early. Are you going to be talking about the liberal news media? The news for me, it's never been less relevant. I think I think it's safe to say that no truth happens in those pages. Is that anymore. because of... Is that? And are you talking well, mainly about the lamestream media? Yeah, you, you know about it as well. I've I know I've sent you some of my pamphlets that I've been working on. Yeah. I haven't published any of them yet because that turns out that is doing news of my own and I can't and if it were fake then you'd look like such a hypocrite god after the after the YouTube rants I've been on let me tell you (laughs) my parlour would be fucking (laughs) shut down Mastodon wouldn't have me are they allowed parlour to get rid of you oh is there a whole thing that you could say whatever you want no but they actually have like so many rules I just I think we talked about this before but I do love watching the speed run of these new communities that, that exist only to circumvent like the you know oppressive yeah, SJW snowflake of, of yeah. Jack Dorsey absolute socialist and billionaire yeah. Jack Dorsey but just watching them when they're like yeah fuck this happens on Reddit very entertainingly so like they'll make a subreddit that's like our true ask Reddit or like our yeah. videos after dark or something it's like oh what we're gonna Here post we go. yeah, beheadings and then like someone will post that and they'll be like okay but we we won't have those it's like okay so you've got a rule now and like one minute later you look away it's a bit like that Simpsons episode where Lisa gets a little civilization based on oh, from yeah. a tooth and the within mere weeks they've basically just become the, the same thing same but, but with no one there yeah everyone's like well this is just shitter it's just not worth ever yeah. going there so yeah it's nice to see um the news however is not nice to see and that's how no. I'll, I'll tie that back around it's because not. it's here's the problem with it well it's not true none of it we know that trump won the election we're shame city we, we do. have our fingers deep in those electoral pies we say mega yeah make america great again again yeah that's true I, I didn't know quite where you're going with that I thought that was just a funny way you had to say no it. that's what we say you yeah do, I you yeah. keep saying there's a lot of things that I say and I I don't remember many of them but mm. I don't know if that's me it's weird isn't it because normally it's the other way around that well because you'd forget a lot of stuff you mean well you you say about all these things that we say or that yeah we I say do, true ones I say true and, ones and I no you've dived into the news though and I hope you wore some kind of prophylactic because I don't uh, want you picking up any of those news germs I did don't you worry hazmat fully nice. on uh, I've got three stories here. Okay, one of which stories. you can say it like that if you'd like. <clears throat> one of which in- includes uh, what I'll call a shallow dive, oh, a skim. Very nice. Um, but and and I what I've done just because we don't always do this here at uh, Tass a shame. Yeah. Um, is uh, I've ended on a high. Oh, that's lovely. So that we can all you know start. Or end the week, depending yeah. on how and when you listen to this. And um, where you consider the week limits to be. Goodness. Some people do Tuesday to Tuesday. I was reading about. I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> I've banned all of them. <laughs> um, we are going to start, however, that means with uh, some... A real low some, note. Yeah, a real low note. Um, okay, let me which get is, a somber mood. This is from Iowa Capital Dispatch. Oh, yeah. That's one of the big Which papers. is one of the places... That's one of the few stalwarts the few remaining the last bastions of of the not fake news really that's where they've all gone yeah that's where i go for my that's where i go for the lottery results that's That's very good to know um lawsuit 
colon. Mm-hmm. Tyson managers bet money on how many workers would contract COVID-19. <laughs> wow, fun bet there, guys. A wrongful death lawsuit tied to COVID-19 infections in a Waterloo pork processing plant alleges that during the initial stages of the pandemic, Tyson Foods ordered employees to report for work while supervisors privately wagered money on the number of workers who would be sickened by the deadly virus. <laughs> sickened. sickened in that sense Makes is really like archaic. Repulsed. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> keep it away. Absolutely disgusted What's by this. on my Waterloo pork? I did think it was going to be about Mike Tyson and managers. No. And I was wondering what, how many employees they had. To, whether just betting on whether Mike Tyson... It was just was between the five the of them. Yeah. Um, earlier this uh, year, the family of the late... Isidro Fernandez uh-huh. sued the meatpacking company, alleging Fernandez was exposed to the coronavirus at the Waterloo plant where he worked. The true. lawsuit alleges Tyson Foods is guilty of a, quote, willful and wanton disregard for workplace safety. They were just sneezing it up. Sneezing up uh, a conveyor. Yes. Good. <laughs> that is basically it, it seems. Um, Sounds like a winnable Tyson case. Foods president and chief executive officer, Dean Banks, which is the Dean most... Dean Banks. I know. That's the most <laughs> fake name. A, it's such a... Imagine being the CEO of a company and your surname is Banks. He's for sure Proper got like, a, like, backstory where someone just found him in an office once and were like, who are you? And he's like, uh, Banks. 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 <laughs> you're running you're, the you're division. You're promoted. I like your attitude. You're Banks. running East Coast now. <laughs> yeah, you got him right over to meatpacking old Dean Banks. Um... Proper Sophia Money Coots level yeah. of uh, of surname, of nominal determinism there. We are extremely upset, he said, about the accusations involving some of the leadership at our, water to, at our Waterloo plant. Tyson Foods is a family company yeah. with 139,000 team members. That's a big family. Yeah. And also a lot of scope for this betting. I was thinking yeah. you've got a lot of margins there. The, un- the over-under on it must be huge. And these allegations do not represent who we are or our core values and team behaviours. I do love when when this happens because it quite clearly does reflect that because they were all doing it. <laughs> yeah. Although it is, it's, it's a really like banal thing to say that something doesn't reflect your core values. Like, cause like you say, by definition, it kind of does, but also like, of course, one of your core values is we want our employees to die of coronavirus. Like, that's not really one of their stated aims on their ethos on their websites. Like we, we value honesty, trust, integrity, and coughing on wages on the on dying <laughs> immigrant workers. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very much the, that's the quiet part. Yeah. Um, it just so happened these guys were saying it out loud. It's very funny. I would, I would quite like, I think I would respect in the same way that we've talked before about how it's much easier to hate the, um, like center left yeah. or the like lips than it is sort of the, the Tories sometimes Mm -hmm. um because at least they're just sort of being quite open about what they think um but like i would i think respect a company if they came out and they were like we don't really care about worker safety it would be really good we don't really we we don't care if you're happy we don't make it fun we don't want it to be fun we want you to just work for this many hours we don't care if you're enjoying it Um, no we've we'll never we will pay you as little as possible um, like every time I, I have ever interviewed for a job and been successful and then you get to do like a little 
orientation day or, mm-hmm. or training period and they're like here you know we, we really care about you we're all fucking we're we're a one team one dream oh i've never heard of, that expression yeah that was the one that's at really UW. good one, one team, team one, one dream. dream yeah what did they specify was the dream yeah there was a dream there was a like a specific there was written out dream yeah that the ceo had once and said this is everyone's <laughs> <now>. <laughs> we're all naked i was in my, <laughs> my teeth were falling out <laughs> so are yours no, it was something about, you know, really good customer service. What a dream. Like, and let me tell you. No better one that I can think of in retrospect. No, I never feel better rested than when I wake up having dreamt soundly. call into action. Yeah. Um, I love that phrase. I'm going to use it all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. I thought that mm, that would be... right in my wheelhouse. Your, yeah. I, love, I love nonsense that rhymes. <laughs> That's like my two favourite things. Let me tell you about this guy called C.S. Lewis. Whoa. You're going to fucking lose your mind. Yeah, um, so they were all huge on that. And then, of course, as soon as, you know, you want a little bit of understanding for something, it's like, well, I'm afraid that we... we it's w- quite a restrictive we, dream. We would take into account, um, you know, this these issues you're having with your mental health and your physical health and wow. the fact that you need to spend this time away and the fact that you don't want to be, you know, coming into a building full of people when there's a, a pandemic on. Is it... Sorry, but, this is quite a specific example, is this... Oh, this could happen to anyone. Oh, right, it's nothing... You're not like ranting about something. No, no. Okay, cool, cool. But um, yeah, it looks like you have been 20 seconds late back from your lunch break a few times. So you're so going to have to die. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm going to have to. It's not just the risk. I'm going to have to give you the yeah. the novel coronavirus. Um, it's big, isn't it? The big, it's huge. The big corporate space. But apparently, no. Tyson Foods, they're a family company. Um, we we expect every team member at Tyson Foods to operate with the utmost integrity and care in everything we do. In everything? That's tiring. They've suspended without pay the individuals allegedly involved. In the betting ring. In the betting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the ones that were bet upon to be dead. I don't, you know, it's not good that they did that, but it's really like, it's not like it makes more people get coronavirus. Unless they were, unless they were also like, putting their thumb on the scales and being like well i bet everyone's gonna get it because i'm gonna make sure (laughs) well well like is that that what they were doing yeah like that that is basically it so well in that case i would so fernandez unfortunately passed in it and he was one of at least five plant employees who died of the virus oh my god more than the same one plant more than a thousand of them uh, which is over a third of the facility's workforce have contracted the virus. Hell. The lawsuit alleges that despite the uncontrolled spread of the virus, Tyson required its employees to work long hours in cramped conditions without providing the appropriate personal protective equipment and without ensuring workplace safety measures were followed. How unusual. So here's some of the stuff. So remembering here that this sentence, our top priority is and remains the health and safety of our team members. Yeah. In mid-April, around the time Black Hawk County Sheriff Tony Thompson visited the plant and reported the working conditions there, quote, shook him to the core. Oh. Plant manager Tom Hart organised a cash buy-in, winner-take-all betting pool for supervisors and managers to wager how many plant employees would test positive for COVID-19. Like, like, I love that it... It's not like, oh, you know, fivers in, like, oh, how many do you reckon? It's right. (laughs) This is what we've got. We've got these odds, this much in, winner-take-all. He's rattling off. He's got a flat cap on. (laughs) John Casey, an upper-level manager at the plant, is alleged to have explicitly directed supervisors to ignore symptoms of COVID-19, telling them to show up to work even if they were exhibiting symptoms of the of the virus. Casey reportedly referred to COVID-19 as the, quote, glorified flu and told <laughs> workers not to worry about <laughs> it because, quote, it's flu. not a big deal and, quote, everyone is going to get it. 
Right. On and in a sense, he was right about that yeah. plot. Well, that, that sounded like wasn't, wasn't so much. A Everyone's going to get it <laughs> because a... <laughs> if you don't, I've lost five k. Yeah. That was just him telling them. Yeah. tomorrow's plan. Um, that was his dream. On one occasion, Casey intercepted a sick supervisor who was on his way to be tested and ordered him to get back to work, saying, "We all have the symptoms. You have a job to do." <laughs> What do you we, mean we all have symptoms? It's not like the Incredibles, <laughs> therefore no one does. That means we all should get tested. Why are these... And specifically, none of us should be packing yeah. meat. <laughs> Why? I just, I'm fascinated by, it's hardly a novel observation, but they're like people that get to that level of a company where they're not really like in charge of much, but the little power that they yeah. have, they just want to like keep everyone else dying of coronavirus all the time well here's a, a another example after one employee vomited on the production line onto the meat managers reportedly this i don't like the use of this sucked verb, up the meat reportedly allowed the man to continue working and then to return to work the next day wow that's big <laughs> that's very big in late march or early april as the pandemic spread across iowa managers of the waterloo plant reportedly began avoiding the plant floor for fear of contracting the virus yeah well you Weird. would as a result, they increasingly delegated managerial authority and responsibility to low-level supervisors who had no management training or experience. The supervisors did not require truck drivers and subcontractors to have their temperatures checked before entering the plant. Well, I mean, there was no point at that stage, sounds like to me. Sounds yeah, like they've already exactly. Sort of jumped the shark. Although Tyson paid out $500 thank you bonuses to employees who turned up for every scheduled shift for three months. That's A policy great. decision that allegedly incentivized sick workers to continue reporting for work. What do you mean, alleged? Allegedly, again, That's not doing so much heavy lifting. <laughs> just obviously did. Yeah. Um, so it looks like they're going to win. Well, I mean, <laughs> surely. What could their defence be? This last sentence I thought you might enjoy. The Waterloo facility is Tyson's largest pork plant in the United States. The oh. facility employs approximately 2,800 workers who process approximately 19,500 hogs per day. Well, the HPD is <laughs> off the charts on that. It's crazy. Hogs per day is such a hog. That's so many pigs, isn't it? Yeah. And it's a lot, isn't it? It's insane. Well, there we go. That's story number one. I think what theme can we take? What lessons and, and learnings have you taken from that? Oh, none. Okay, cool. I was thinking we should have a bet about the building, maybe. <laughs> about this flat. In the NW9 group. That'd be big. Um, I thought we'd stick with the coronavirus for mm. the second of our three stories. But the third one's a deviation. The third one is a complete deviation. because cool, it's hard Nothing to get very to upbeat about Yeah. <laughs> really challenging coronavirus killing bad people too um ben carson says he used unproven covid19 treatment recommended by my pillow ceo (laughs) oh i heard about this but i didn't look into it which i'm glad about housing and urban development secretary ben carson i think we all kind of forgot that he actually had a big job he really Um, fell off the radar yeah, said in a new interview that he took oleander extract, mm. an unapproved herbal supplement that has been promoted by CEO of MyPillow after what, contracting what, COVID-19. What might MyPillow be? Do you, do you have knowledge of that? So MyPillow, it is a company. Do you rent a, a pillow that has like podcasts built into it? Or no, they, they, they're just pillows. Oh, they just sell pillows. Yeah, they're just pillows. Oh, okay, fair enough. It's, it's, yeah, that is unfortunate. They've got financing available on all orders above $200, which tells me that these are, this is not just any pillow. 
Oh, oh, these are very expensive pillows that you're being flogged by an absolute snake oil salesman. Mm. Um, The Washington Post reports Carson, a former neurosurgeon, now we're going to come to that in a bit, said he took the extract after it was recommended by Mike Lindell. Lindell, who also served as President Trump's Minnesota campaign chairman, has a financial stake in the company that makes the extract, the Post notes. (laughs) Carson told the newspaper that his symptoms disappeared within hours after taking (laughs) the supplement also called oleandrin. Do you think he's been like practicing neurosurgeon on his own head? I like done okay. an accident. So this is this is it. Like I mean, I'm assuming that most of our listeners will be at least broadly familiar with who he is. Uh-huh. Um, but I just wanted to read this because when you do look into it, you have to wonder what's going on. Yeah, something's gone quite badly wrong. This is there. the last paragraph from the uh, introduction on his Wikipedia page. Uh-huh. Carson has received numerous honours for his neurosurgery work, including more than 60 honorary doctorate degrees and numerous national merit citations. In 2001, he was named by CNN and Time magazine as one of the nation's 20 foremost physicians and scientists and was elected by the Library of Congress, uh, selected, sorry, by the Library of Congress as one of the 89 living legends on its 200th anniversary. In 2008, Carson was bestowed the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian award in the United States. In 2010, he was elected into the National Academy of Medicine. He was the subject of a 2009 TV film, Gifted Hands, the Ben Carson story, where he was portrayed by Cuba Gooding Jr. Wow. I've never heard of that. How does that happen? And you also be the biggest dope going. It is quite strange. It is quite strange. I... I can only assume that there's some kind of undiagnosed madness within him. <laughs> He's got the madness yeah, in him. I found some some quotes of his, some uh-huh. other like times that we could that we will dive into in a second, just to have a little look. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, Mike Lindell, the My Pillow CEO, said anybody who's ever gotten COVID and taken this oleander extract has been fine. They are fine in five hours, and next day wow. are running around playing floor hockey in the hallway. All the time. That's every That's single really person. Weird. That's almost like you're giving them another illness, which is this insatiable desire to play floor <laughs> hockey. But, What's uh, floor hockey? Is that just what you call I, not ice hockey? I presume it's, yeah, maybe, or like what you play in, like if you do it in the house. What? If, you, if you're just playing hockey indoors. Who like, does? Who's playing hockey Well, indoors? I don't know who is. I assume nobody. He's got a huge house, isn't he? Um, this, now, he did say that... Um, it, the, the Hill here does say that that's despite the lack of scientific evidence to suggest oleander extract is useful in treating COVID-19, mm. let alone Cynical. completely <laughs> like successful. Yeah. In an August interview with ABC News, Carson appeared more reluctant to give the plant extract his full seal of appro- approval. It's not time for it yet, said Carson, adding, does that that it, adding that it should go through human trials, which he then proceeded to do on And himself. by human trials, I mean I'm going to eat body. all of it. <laughs> What hopefully will happen is that clinical trials will occur. This should go the same route as other things do. We shouldn't, you know, skip the process, he said a month before skipping Skipping. the process. That's really bold of Ben. Well, I guess, you know, needs must. He must have been pushed right to the limit. And I guess he can't do a lot of neurosurgery if he's coughing and sneezing. (laughs) This is an amazing, this is an amazing twist in the story. Um, He also said the Food and Drug Administration was studying the extract and referenced Lindell's, uh, reported push for the extracts used during meetings with Trump. 
You know what happened with Mike Lindell, who's a fantastic salesperson, but not a scientist, perhaps distorts the process Carson said at the time. However, Matthew Heinz, a physician caring for COVID-19 patients, told ABC News in August that oleander extract can be dangerous. Oh, no. Quote, this is not a friendly plant. Don't go near this plant, oh. said Heinz, who added that he had to field it. calls about oleandrid poisoning while he was uh, staffed while he staffed a poison control center hotline. Oh, Accidentally ingesting even small amounts can kill you, cautioned Heinz. No, damn. <laughs> Don't go near this plant. Oh, wow. Well, I hadn't even got this far in the extract when I, in the article when I read it. But in August, CNN anchor Anderson Cooper referred to Lindell as a quote, snake oil salesman right. for pushing oleander extract as a therapeutic treatment. You're really the UK's Anderson Cooper, I've always thought. Thank you. During his interview with Cooper, Lindell said promoting the unproven extract was what quote, Jesus has me do. <laughs> <laughs> This guy is off his head. I claimed the extract had been studied that he failed to provide any details. Oh, no, he lost it. He left it in his other When pressed, Liddell shot back at Cooper, why would I do this? Ask yourself, why would I ruin my reputation if I didn't believe in this product? Yeah. Money, answered Cooper. You don't have a great reputation. Yeah. You have an F from the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a real dunk. So uh, a couple of other quotes from Ben Carson. Oh, I love this I plant, think... said Ben. Jumping <laughs> down on a stem. I think two. this is my favourite. On Joseph and the Pyramids. <laughs> Why, in what context was he <laughs> Was he waxing lyrical about the Old Testament? <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, this is from an article in 2015. On Wednesday, BuzzFeed published an article featuring a video of the then Johns Hopkins neurosurgeon delivering a commencement address at Andrews College in 1998, in which he discussed his belief that the pyramids in Egypt were built as granaries, (laughs) not as tombs for pharaohs. Quote, my own personal theory. Now... This is an amazing quite, start. Why quite did it often, come up in his commencement address? <laughs> quite often as well. You don't need to have a personal theory about... About things about that are things established, that are established historical fact. fact yeah. My own personal theory is that Joseph built the pyramids to store grain. Jo- what? Why? Now, all the archaeologists think they were made for the pharaoh's graves. What with but, there being no grain inside? But, and you no know, Joseph it would have all. to be something awfully big if you stop and think about it. Like grain? And I don't think it would just disappear over the course of time to store that much grain, he told students, according to the video posted. How much grain does he think they needed? Carson defended his beliefs on Thursday, telling reporters in Miami that, quote, some people believe in the Bible. Like I do. Right. And don't find that to be silly at all. And believe that God created the earth. And don't find that to be silly at all. Yeah. The secular progressives try to ridicule it any time it comes up. And they're welcome to do that. He oh, that's nice. <laughs> it doesn't want to be confrontational. There's a, just a slight difference between, you know, believing the things that it does say in the Bible. And kind of yeah. scrolling in the margins your own little Ben Carson editions. Which is, Joseph did the pyramids to make bread. <laughs> Like, what is he talking what, but about? But, like, what I... I just don't know... Like, he hasn't provided us with any details as to why he has this why alternative theory. Joseph why is well. he, Why has he got a vendetta against the archaeologists who have decided this and who've studied it? Really and what, weird. Like, what was happening the day he came up with that? What, did he... Did he always believe that he they were for, for grain? to store all of his Ben Carson grain. <laughs> or did he... Or had he previously believed they were tombs and then read something that radicalised him yeah. online? I'd love to follow him down this rabbit hole. I think I might start believing this. Okay. Something Should we make it an official show belief? Yeah, why <laughs> okay. not? 
any of Ben's beliefs about the pyramids will will follow All from right. now on. On how he would handle an active shooter situation, oh, the candidate told Fox and Friends that if a gunman like the one who killed nine people at Umpqua uh, Community College in Oregon had walked up to him mm-hmm. and asked his religion, he would not go along. Oh, that, well done, Ben. <laughs> and then he said, "Not only would I, pro- not only would I probably not cooperate with him, I would not just stand there and let him shoot me. I would say, hey guys, everybody attack him.'" He may shoot me, but he can't get us all, Carson suggested, when talking about the October killing. That's like the Jacob Rees-Mogg, I'm too smart to die in a fire. Yeah. Yeah. Why Why would you think that? It's just madness. It's, it's so... It's so. I'll just say, so hey, silly. everyone, let's attack this gunman. This is another... But, like, this is all because his, his massive, like, pro-gun, yeah, yeah. like, ownership, to the point of saying this... I grew up in the slums of Detroit. I saw plenty of gun violence as a child. Both my cousins were killed in the streets. As a doctor, I spent many a night pulling bullets out of bodies, he wrote. There is no doubt that this senseless violence is breathtaking, but I never saw a body with bullet holes that was more devastating than taking the right to arm away from ourselves. Wow. That's a really chilling thing to say. (laughs) Because at least normally when people are gun rights advocates, they haven't personally interacted with bullet-riddled corpses. No. Or soon-to-be corpses. They're rich people who hunt yeah. deer. And the fact that you could spend your hours at, like, emergency room doing that and then be like, but this is good. This is good. Ben Carson is really unhinged. Yeah, he's re- he is actually not well. He keeps... Ref- he, like, seems to have a habit of comparing absolutely everything to the Holocaust right. or the Second World War. It's he probably said that, one book he's read about history. Yeah, he's, he said that we're living in a Gestapo age. Referring to um, nothing Just generally. Okay. He just said, I've been told... Uh, here we go. Uh, I mean, very much like Nazi Germany. And I know you're not supposed to talk about Nazi Germany, but I don't care about political correctness. No. He also seems to say that every time he mentions... Anything. His, you know, you had a government using <laughs> tools to intimidate a population... We now live in a society where people are afraid to say what they actually believe. And it's because of the PC police. Mm. It's because of politicians, because of news. All of these things are combining to stifle people's conversations. Now, I remember doing history, a- AS, and I've got to concur with you. You mean that AS one- level rather than anti-Semitism, yes, just to be clear. Yeah. Um, and one of the, one of the most chilling things I remember was all of the people in Nazi Germany who were arrested and thrown in jail. Simply by the PC for, police. Yeah, simply for, for, simply for starting loving, a Twitter account and, t- and tweeting about how Joseph hid all the brains. <laughs> simply for loving their country. It's so sad to see great thinkers silenced. Like, um, he referred to... Egyptology. Yeah, he referred to Obamacare as the worst thing that's happened to this nation since slavery. Uh, and then he said, and it is, in a way, it is slavery. Did he elaborate on how? And uh, because it is making us all subservient to the government. And it was never about healthcare. It was about control. Right. On a separate occasion, Carson suggested that Obamacare was worse than 9-11. So he walked back the comments back (laughs) the next next day. Of course he did. On whether being gay is a choice. Uh, Let me guess. A lot of people who go into prison straight and when they come out, they're gay. So did something happen while they were in there? 
ask yourself that question. He told wow. Chris Cuomo. That's a, such a fucking he said what click hole energy. <laughs> it means nothing. It has almost no relevance. Carson apologised later in the day. I do not pretend to know how every individual came to their sexual orientation. I regret that my words to express that contempt uh, concept sorry, were hurtful and divisive. Oh, that's good. Yeah. He's trying hard, isn't he? I mean, he is. He's just out there with some wacky theories. I think he'd be much happier if he did just settle down and become a kind of prize-winning neuroscientist by day and deep conspiracy gunter at night. Do you know, I've I've saved I think my my favourites for last. Uh-huh. There was another about um, Nazi Germany. Yeah, no, about I'm not so into those. I'm mostly into his ones about pyramids uh, it's not a pyramid one i'm just seeing here because there were a couple is he QAnon even carson it seems like uh, the right target for i mean <laughs> i mean seems like if he, he if he isn't it's only because he hasn't managed to stumble across any found of that it web page yet no i'm gonna email it to him oh he also uh equated abortion to slavery that's just another Good. fun thing he re- used the holocaust to defend gun rights brought right. up the holocaust again right <laughs> This is an amazing, this is such a good speech. This is again, like just a feature length version of a click hole. They said what? Yeah. I think on comparing the D-Day invasion to his presidential campaign and movement, <laughs> speaking to the national press club, Carson drew an analogy between his presidential campaign and the D-Day invasion of Normandy in World War II. What if on D-Day, our soldiers invading the beaches at Normandy had seen their colleagues being cut down, a hundred bodies laying in the sand, a thousand bodies laying in the sand? What if they had been frightened and turned back, he asked in his concluding speech. Mm -hmm. Well, I guarantee you they were frightened, but they didn't turn back. They stepped over the bodies of their colleagues, knowing in many cases that they would never see their homeland or their loved ones again. And they stormed those Axis troops and they took that beach and they died. Why did they do that? They didn't do that for themselves. They did it for you. Mm. And they did it for me. And now it's our turn, he went on. And what we are willing to do for our children and our grandchildren, are we willing to stand up? Or are we afraid that somebody's going to call us a nasty name? Or that we're going to get an IRS audit? Or that somebody's going to mess with our job? Well, yeah, that is the same. <laughs> you know, we have a lot less to lose than they did. And the people who are always telling me to hang in there, don't let them get to you. Believe me, do not worry about it because the stakes are much too high. <laughs> what? He's argued against himself about four times. He was saying that, he was saying that, don't worry, life is fine compared to DJ. To, to them. So but also, we need but to have the, the exact same spirit. <laughs> Meaningless. Do, imagine just the sentence, believe me, do not worry about it because the stakes are much too high. Yeah, just too it couldn't mean anything. He's got a straight. I need to investigate more of Ben because, of course, my my only really like abiding memory of Ben Carson's campaign is that incredible video of when they announce all the Republican presidential candidates in the primary, and, and he just all, won't he, walk on. Yeah, it's him that starts the whole problem, right? Yeah, like he just won't go because he's, he's just stand. Name. No, isn't it? I oh. think he is. He's standing and he's wanting to like shake everyone's hand before they go it's, on. It's also something like he, they announce that maybe it's Trump. It, the whole thing is such a confusing. It's so funny. It was such an sketch. amazing thing. Like you could not write a better portrayal of just total incompetence on every possible level. But yeah, that's like my main abiding thing. But I thought maybe that was like a blip in an otherwise like a, normal yeah educated no not 
mad about the old about the grain grain theories <laughs> life of Ben's, but it turns out like, how wrong was I? I'd have I'd have been a much more fervent supporter if I'd known he had such a if strong start on policies. If this whole presidential plan, he would was, win. We will teach this in school. Yeah, and and only this <laughs> maths. No, <laughs> no well, more only doctors. In as much as, like counting the grains, things like that. Yeah, that would be um, big. I thought I only had the one more, the last one, but I did have another, uh, which I won't read in full. Uh-huh. I, it, it is just a, a fantastic thing to have happened. Oregon man sues, alleging he went to doctor for distress over marital woes, only to find physician was having an affair with oh, his no. wife. <laughs> a bend man was experiencing depression as a result of his failing marriage, so went to his family physician, who counselled him on ways to improve his marriage and prescribed him marijuana and CBD. Very good. The patient now claims in a lawsuit that all along the doctor, Ronald Roten, was having an affair Fucking with his Ronald. wife. That's Ronald. so funny. That's classic. Ronald. That's amazing. As a result... As a result of Rosen's conduct, plaintiffs sustained emotional distress, including the loss of his marriage and emotional social destruction of his family. The lawsuit states, Rosen did not return messages left at his office. Oh, that's very, very funny of Ronald. He should have prescribed that he it's, goes like on a long holiday. I know. It's so funny that he gave him actual... He, Rosen counseled Tone and offered him solutions to enhance and heal his marriage and prescribed him herbs and breathing techniques for his depression in addition to marijuana and CBD. Very good. It's so funny that he gave him literally Just everything. Just him small dick pills. Like gave it away. Um, now, here we go. This is a, this is a good yeah, answer. Yeah, we need this to pick me up because, albeit amusing, but the kind of broader context of everything Ben Carson was talking about is really bad, isn't it? It's very Saying awful. everything's the Holocaust and everything's slavery. When none of it is. When only those things were. Yeah. So far, it seemed, from the at least from the examples he mentioned. Fat, flightless parrot named Bird of the Year oh, after a good. campaign tainted by voter fraud. Yes, I love stuff like this. <laughs> Here's that a picture of it. You've, you've probably seen to... it. No, I haven't. Have you not? No, oh, you should watch parrot. videos of it. It's very good. It cannot fly. It just walks along the ground. That's fine for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that's where I'm it. most likely to see a parrot. Yeah, so it's helpful to be honest. <clears throat> A lengthy and bitter election campaign that dragged in competing interest groups and was sullied by a voter fraud scandal oh, came to an unlikely end on Monday when a fat, flightless and nocturnal parrot stunned pundits to claim an upset victory. The kakapo, officially the world's heaviest parrot, won <laughs> New Zealand's Bird of the Year vote after a weeks-long campaign that rivaled human politics contests in intensity. It's very funny that Bird of the Year is a one individual bird rather than just like, <laughs> this year it's the robin. <laughs> this year it's no, no, equal. No, it, no, it, it is that, but... Oh, but this one is like subverting all expectations. And just it was this type of bird, the oh, kakapo. Okay. It, it did everything. It overcame the odds. Oh, I see. Um, it's not the same bird. It's not just the one. Oh, that's disappointing. I was hoping it was one guy. No, no. Unfortunately not. Autograph. It became the first bird to win the contest for, a, contest for a second time, a feat not explicitly prohibited by the country's constitution, Yet. and snatched victory thanks to the competition's unique and convoluted voting system, having lost the outright popular vote to the Antipodean albatross. Oh, we've all been there. <laughs> In, in a stunning upset, the Kakapo swoops in from behind to claw the title of hashtag Bird of the Year 2020 away from the competition frontrunner, Forest and Bird, the environmental group that organises the annual contest, announced on social media on Monday. Good, good the on. New Zealand competition apparently frequently turns heated as politicians, celebrities and online groups endorse their preferred creature. 
But New Zealand has such a different set of priorities at the moment. Preferred creature as well makes it sound like some of them are suggesting things Panda. other than birds to win. But this year's event became particularly controversial after organisers detected more than 1,500 fraudulent votes cast using fake email addresses traced back to the same IP address. Wow. Briefly pushed the little spotted kiwi to the top of the leaderboard. Amid a flurry of endorsements for various contenders, <laughs> sex toy retailer Adult Toy Megastore backed the high high, which it says practices, quote, consensual polyamory. <laughs> Uh, and campaigners for the different contenders sought to canvas votes across various media, Why? with supporters of the Takahi, a large flightless rail, creating a TikTok account to boost <laughs> youth turnout. <laughs> That's very good. Ultimately, however, the, the defeated favourites graciously conceded defeat to the Kakapo, which previously won the award in 2008. It's good on it. It's been a tight race throughout the election period, but at Team Kakapo, Kakapo snatched victory from the beak of defeat and over and has overtaken us in the instant runoff voting at the end, said the Albatross for Bird of the Year campaign on Twitter. Why have they all got fucking campaign teams? I know. It's a big thing, apparently. That- it says here a history of vote fixing. Organisers said more than 55,000 people voted in the competition, which is ostensibly used to highlight the plight of New Zealand's endangered Isn't bird species. Isn't that like species. half the turnout of the entire Labour NEC? Yeah, election. I think so. <laughs> Turning out just to vote for these birds. <laughs> frequently thing. leads to partially tongue-in-cheek tussles between campaigns and attempts at vote rigging. In 2018, hundreds of dubious votes were detected for the shag, and the previous year, more than 100 fraudulent votes were logged for the white-faced heron. Oh, no. (laughs) The kakapo, which prevailed on Monday, is a hefty, loud parrot (laughs) (laughs) with a distinctive scent, which was brought back from the brink of distinction in the 1990s, but remains endangered. Mm. It reminds me that that one of the other stories that I um, looked at including was about the fact that they discovered a new species of monkey and then immediately had to put it on the in danger of extinction list which i kind of presume you is like a formality because if you only know about one of them then it it really is at risk of extinction (laughs) it's like its feathers have been dipped in a musky array of essential oils that could have come straight from a middle eastern perfumier the competition's website wrote the con- <laughs> well, they're selling the bird. You I yourself guess. said it sounded hot. You can take it in. Yeah, Would you have voted so. for it? Uh, I can't. It's secret ballot, to be honest. That's fair. You don't, wanna, you don't want to sell time. your vote in no. the New Zealand Bird of the Year <laughs> Awards. The contest also showcased a number of other unusual candidates, including the Morapork or Ruru, described by Forest and Bird, quote, as, as awful. somewhat of an enigma. <laughs> in what sense? <laughs> Don't know. People do just have a a lot of shit. And the Piwawau or Rock Wren, which demonstrates, quote, true mountain bravery. (laughs) (laughs) Like St. Bernard's rescuing people. Like the rescuers themselves. (laughs) Unfortunately, many of New Zealand's native birds are in trouble and need your help, Forest and Bird wrote when announcing the winner. Their habitats are creating this race war between them is probably not the best way to achieve that. People are going to be kicking cow cows to death, whatever they're called. I'm trying to look up. This is the Ruru. Yeah, that's how the The one that's somewhat of an enigma. It's an owl. It's just an owl. It's the most straightforward owl I ever saw. Nocturnal and seldom seen, Ruru is somewhat of an enigma. It's an echo in the night and an (laughs) under... It's not! (laughs) And an 
and an underdog went up against the showboating birds of the day. <laughs> That's a fucking beautiful That's sentence. so good. It's an echo in the night and an underdog went up against the showboating <laughs> birds of, of the day. day. <laughs> I had to immediately burn itself into my memory of one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. How are you going to describe a, a bird as an echo and a dog it's so in funny. one sentence? It's not even a mixed metaphor. It's just a it's just hugely dribble. confused. That's amazing. I want to read that sentence to Ben Carson. Yeah. See what he thinks. Well, he'd sign up to that mailing list. <laughs> Team Ruru is representing for the night owls among us, and we will make sure Ruru is seen plenty in this year's Bird of the Year oh, competition. It, didn't they? Campaign, literally. So this is on the website, and it literally says underneath the name and like background of the campaign manager <laughs> for the Ruru. That's so cool. This I'd is so cool. Let's have a little like look at the rock wren. This. Oh, this is the rock wren that shows true mountain yep, bravery. Can you name a bird that loves our mountains so much that it never retires below the bush line? Rock Look wren. no further than New Zealand's true alpine bird species, weighing less than a double A battery and laying <laughs> eggs the size of 10 cent coins. Aww. These tiny rock bobbers defy all laws of survival and rock demonstrate bobber. true mountain bravery. They don't elaborate on how and why. And Play why. my song. Oh, goodness. Yeah, let's have a Its look. conservation status is, quote, They're all in dead. some trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> That's all. That's that's hot, isn't it? It's not. Well, I don't know. A lot it's, of noise. It's, <laughs> it did one bit. Shut up. Underwhelming. I want to see. I'd I, like to get involved in the political angle and take it like much too far. Like have another member of an opposing campaign like beaten up. Yeah, <laughs> break some kneecaps, yeah. something like that. Some, yeah, like, it would be huge good. Extortion. I'm just on. seeing if I can get up the the sort of like uh, entries for the other birds. I kind of want to see. See who else how they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just I've quickly opened a couple of these. Uh huh. Um, bird, bird fact. Yeah. Bird bias. There's the Roroa or the Great Spotted Kiwi, mm-hmm. um, which is also in some trouble apparently. But I, I wouldn't just assume be... all birds are in. <clears throat> I wouldn't be too worried because this one. The only reason I've opened is because it starts its uh, little bio by saying, "This is the kiwi with," and then in all caps, "attitude." Ooh, <laughs> oh, that's it's a sassy kiwi. That's yeah, but pig. look at it. Have a look at that stride. God, that yeah. Strut. It looks like it's about to like bury its whole head in the ground as well, I think which it, is a real move. I think it is the kakapo, the the winner. <laughs> yeah. Um, we already had the bit about it being uh, a very smelly. But a, a no, no, good smell. Yeah, bird. we don't use the word that word to imply a good scent. It was a stinketh bird. It was a yeah, I suppose. We're all cheering, they say, as it waddles back from the brink of extinction, That's and good. then claim that the kakapo was even endorsed by Stephen Fry. Nice. Um, but know. my favourite that I've found is is this the the takapu, or the Australasian gannet, which conservation status is doing okay. <laughs> um, Listen and tell me if you've ever heard of a more terrifying bird. Okay. These dive-bombing daredevils are equipped with bubble wrapping on their chest and face to protect them from the impact of the water. Ooh. Also, they have no external nostrils. Instead, their nostrils are in their mouth, and they have transformer eyes that can change shape to help them see underwater. Fucking hell. <laughs> this is not a real bird, is it? This is someone made it in Roblox. <laughs> I mean, that's a picture of it. You can see the bubble wrap. (laughs) Yeah, but it's a seagull with no external nostrils. I think there are about five. There are five different types of bird. Like how there's um, just like more species of crab than than anything else. Like there's small, medium, and oh fuck, and and abomination. I had a little look at um, 
the how the voting works and it's a uh, uh, instant runoff voting okay um which is similar to the system they use in local elections it says so when you vote you can rank up to um five of your favorite birds That's number quite one indicating your favorite bird number two indicating your second yeah, favorite bird, bird and so on and then it, it says this delightful sentence it's no problem if you want to vote for less than five birds That's good to know, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to split the kakapo vote no exactly but a congratulations from us yeah. here at That's a Shame. That's the official Sorry, That's a Shame Sorry, That's a Shame. Is it? For the year. We change it every year. So wait, just until January or until this time next no, year? it's 12-month period from now. Okay, well, well done. I'll set a little reminder on the calendar yeah. and, and the we'll seagull can be off. next. <laughs> well, <laughs> you go kicking them. You really gathered a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. It's and what a bunch of stuff it was. Oh, oh, let me tell you. We went from the exquisite highs of Joseph and his Technicolor grain store to the the lows of that made up bird that they unfortunately lied about on the on the internet. And that's unfortunate. Oh, they, they don't think they, they lied about it. They did. They made that one up with the Transformer eyes. There's no such bird. But we thank you and I speak on behalf of the listeners as well for putting that effort in and finding those great stories to share that we may otherwise have overlooked. And that's the saddest thing well, of all, Exactly. I don't want you to miss these things. If that's I hadn't heard that great this. underdog echo bird sentence, then I don't know what tomorrow <laughs> would have been about, to be honest. Now, at That's a Shame, we've got a whole lot of stuff planned Plenty. for the rest of the year. I've Plenty. mentioned the reason for the season already. You better know we're putting out our long Mr. Tickle arms, <laughs> diddling oh. their way around the, the what pads oh, of this internet not, and not. finding all kinds of fanfic. Well, you're using a first-person plural there, and I don't know you should. But. Well, that's what we're up to, isn't it? Mm. We've got to find the, the fic. The people are chomping at the bit for the fic. I get emails to that effect. I'm going to be sick on, on air. the daily. Right now... For the rest of the year as well, we've got some some rumblings, I will say, of some kind of like potentially 24-hour stream that we may do in aid of Crisis, the charity yes. that supports homeless people in the UK that normally we do stuff with at Christmas. But this Christmas, there's, I don't know if you've heard, there's the pan, the pandemic. There's the novel coronavirus. Yeah. SARS-CoV-2. Not, not SARS-CoV-1. That no. one's shit. That was crap. Um, so yeah, we may do something for that. So if you... Fancy saving up a few pennies to chuck towards us. Yeah, and if you've got any requests for things you might yeah. like us to do we'll on probably such a stream. Do, here's some things we could do. Play a game. That's oh. <laughs> here's something else I thought we could do. We could try and we could do some live creating of something, like live. We live don't want to give people creating. such an explicit peek behind <laughs> the ramshackle curtain. <laughs> yeah, they'll love to see that. The thing about that is that it would only take up at most an hour of the, of the time. <laughs> we'll, have to come, we'll have to make something so huge. Maybe a cake <laughs> or something. Like a multi-tiered wedding cake we could make. That'd I'm, be good. I'm remembering when we when we did some streaming earlier in the year. And I, I don't know if maybe we were just having a kind of collective stroke. But I uh, seem to remember that we were making a huge Bernie Sanders in Minecraft. <laughs> I was really worried that I had I dreamt that. Forgot about that. <laughs> was that How for bizarre. one of the debates? It or... must have been, yeah. How yeah. weird. Why, why were we doing that? It was really detailed. No one was there. It's quite frightening. <laughs> Literally, to look at no as one well. was watching. It was the worst thing. It was really, no, it was a very good thing, I think. It was Some, very tall. Sometimes things like that are worse if there are people there. And I think that's one example where, like, the purity of that art required that no one was watching. So it's probably a very. We had to, time. I recall, um, 
take it down and start again on a bit because what we had we, we were trying to do him doing his classic wave and it it was unfortunately oh, just no. a hitless yeah, salute. Yeah, it's very hard to <laughs> render a wave in, in block form when that's all you're painting. Yeah. But yeah, for more stuff like that, we'll maybe make another Bernie Sanders and it'll be it'll be fucking a bird. Declan can make that. I don't. In Minecraft. No, I won't. Uh, so that'll be good. Um, what else have we got going on? We've got a Discord, shame.city slash Discord. Come and have a chat. You can tag Declan 24 hours a day and he'll always reply within five minutes. That's, <coughs> that's one of the, that's one of my big things about Discord. That's the DD guarantee, he calls it. The guarantee, he also sometimes calls Don't. it. He's got a lot of different names. Just for get it. the show over with, please. Uh, an email address. Tas, T-A-S, at shame.city. And what can people send there? They can send us anything. Not, not anything. Not everything. Can they not? No. Okay, what can Nothing they Nothing with an image. Content there. ideas. Yeah, that's good. They can send some images as long as they're not the bad Fully images. Fully clothed only. Oh, yeah. No, don't send us images of yourself. Um, depends mm. what you're doing, I guess. If yeah, you're doing something very funny, you could send it. Like yeah. If you were, say, here'd be a funny image. Say you were in front of... Have you ever seen the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Do you know what I mean by no, that? No, what's it? It's what's its deal? thing, like a big tower. And it, what people do is they put their hand up against it. Right, it actually like on it. Holding it up. No, it's like false perspective. So you could send us pictures like that, I guess. Subject line, funny image. We'll talk about them on air for we'll, about an hour. I'll describe it in such yeah. precise detail. It would be better than seeing. That's good. We could do that for the stream. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, finally, reviews. <laughs> Crisis will disaffiliate from us. <laughs> Shame.city slash review or reviews. Yeah, or just please. click the link. Um, you remember, you're basing it on the whole show. So don't think of any particular episode or even part of an episode and think, oh, I didn't Unless like it was a, a part or Unless an episode that, that you loved. Unless that very good, in which, in which case, case just go for it. that's emblematic of the whole of the show. Entire show. Yeah. So five stars only, of course, for that one. Until the next episode, um, well, first of all, patrons over at shame.city slash patron. No, patreon.com slash shame.city. <laughs> I think you can also do the one I said, but do the one Declan said. They'll be getting an episode on Wednesday, so that will be exciting for them, and it will be yeah. very good. They all are. They'll, I think they'll actually get two because we owe them one Ooh, for this week. That we simply and one of them do. will be a video, maybe. Declan, <laughs> Declan's going to swing. Why it do around. you have to do this? That'd be cool. You have to do this. And last, but I'd not love least. to explore. The, I'm going to text your mum about it. And see if she knows why. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> see if she knows why you always have to do this. I don't know what you mean. Why by you this. have to take any anything that you hadn't expected you have to your way of accepting it and kind of like reconciling yourself with it is that you just elaborate upon it with a big lie oh is that true is that a thing? yeah i can't you use s- a single example you say that. well right like just then how i said you said they're going to get one piece of content yeah and i said actually they'll probably get two because we missed <laughs> one this week and then you went oh really and then you went Oh, and maybe one of them will be a video and Declan will do it. That's good. That's called no, Yes And. No, it's not called That's Yes And. With, there has to be <laughs> there has to be an implied... In fact, there should at least be an explicit agreement that we're both doing Yes And before I you start we're just firing that. wild we're about things. We're always on, pal. <laughs> yes And. He's going to do three videos. Who's up next? Last of all, I want to just give a shout out. Oh, the Patreon's $5. We really appreciate it. You get a lot of free stuff. Thank you. To this very special Instagram account that's popped up and that I'm being constantly pestered <laughs> to mention. Pest. Uh, oh, yeah. Good. It's at Rats in Vogue. R-A-T-S in Vogue. And it's uh, four very nice rats. You're a fan. I'm a huge fan. That live in the flat just over there. Uh, they're called Ghost, Mouse, Pig and Witch. Great names across the board. 
all emoji ball as well, which I really enjoy. That is good. And yeah, just give them a follow. There's some nice rats over there. They are nice rats. They're nice people who own the rats. Yeah. And they're nice photographs by the people who really own the rats photos. of the rats. Yeah. And funny captions too. <laughs> that, that's what yeah, that's sells, what sells the deal it for me. Yeah. Until next time, I've been Dean Banks. You've been. Oh, I've been Sophia Money Coots. And we'll see you soon, boys. Bye, guys. Necessities, simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you. The necessities of life will come to you. The necessities.